Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I'm so glad you're here today because I have an incredible guest with us, Jeffrey Davis. Jeffrey is a former high-performing corporate executive turned entrepreneur. He is all too familiar with burnout and knows what is necessary to change internal operating systems to thrive, not just survive. He helps entrepreneurs and professionals go from frenzied to focus so they no longer have to cash in their health, relationships, and fulfillment to pay the bill for their success. He's committed to helping people transmute the experience of burnout to brilliance and from hustle culture to high performance. Thank you so much for being here today, Jeffrey. It is such an honor to have you. Thank you. Absolutely. And I would love for you to just dive into your journey, how you got here today, and then we can go a little bit deeper. I originally started in, uh, well, thematically. Let's let's do it thematically. So the theme of every uh, piece uh, or every project that I've done, every career that I've stepped into has been human behavior, the human story, and the resilience of the human spirit. And I've examined it from several angles. The first step that I made was into corporate and advertising, working with media and influencing behavior and with marketing and media messages and getting people to buy things that they didn't need effectively and spending millions and millions of dollars of clients' money because we were one of the top ad agencies in the world, Ogilvy Mather. And so we we based their media buys on research that showed three or more ads from TV. So we're talking 90 seconds of okay. exposure. Three or more ads was an effective frequency, meaning you were starting to impact somebody's beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors. Mm-hmm. That, so just to repeat that, 90 seconds of a commercial starts to impact beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors. And people are watching TV and watching things all the time. And that's why I believe, you know, Funny enough, when you're watching uh, social media, it's called a news feed. So you're literally ingesting information and people around you. So it was really an interesting experience looking at human behavior from influencing it and working with the subconscious, but really not knowing that at the time. And then going from there to, I went from there into um, acting. And when I stepped into acting, I stepped into it because uh, it was an experience in understanding and really relating and creating stories from human behavior and the human spirit and really stepping into that. And and it's a great exercise in building empathy because you step into a character, no matter what they are, who they are, and you don't judge them because you're not outside of them. I mean, they may have judgments if that's part of the character's traits and characteristics and possibly how they why they're behaving the way they are because sometimes bad behavior is created by unexamined and shadow shadows things that we won't look at that just we we can't hold it back it's just it's energy so it'll come out one way or the other either consciously or subconsciously and attitudes and behaviors so that was fascinating 
And um, I took a, a little bit of a turn from there. And then I started coaching. I started working, going from being a one person business, being me, being the business and acting to building a business, working with people as a coach mm -hmm. and working with them around things that I understood around tapping into the power of the human spirit helping people manage their time and energy in a way that they became super efficient with flow and also operating in a way that they were not in hustle culture but they were in high performance culture two totally different things it's not about how long you work it's about the quality of the work that you do so helping them up level that without having to pay the bills for success and for building a business with costs of mental and physical health and, and relationships that are falling apart. So it's been a, it's, it, I, one of the reasons that I stepped into to coaching for that is because I needed it. Mm -hmm. uh, I needed it much earlier in my corporate world and my startup before I went into some of the startups that I worked at before I went into acting it would have helped me a lot and it's the the work is amazing it's a it's a mix of a, a bunch of different things that i help people with which is looking at not what are you doing that's a piece of it but really who are you being and from there sustainable long-lasting efficient changes in how you work and how you behave and how people relate to you happen so that's what I'm doing now. And it's a blast. It seems like it. And it's just, it's amazing what you have been able to accomplish. And I have such a soft spot for it, like psychology, just being a former therapist myself, but really understanding the subconscious and how you started in the ad arena as well and just moved your way through acting and now coaching but all those pieces really came together to really help individuals of what you were feeling a need that you might have needed years ago but now being able to help others be able to really remove that hustle culture because it's such a word a phrase that's thrown around a lot and I'm so curious with your approach, how do you approach helping entrepreneurs transition from the state of burnout into a state of high performance? Well, there's a couple of things. One is first and foremost, the the resources that you have that are that are finite are energy, time, and money. Um, you can become more efficient with them and generate more of it, right? When you're more efficient with your time, you generate more time. Uh, and that requires a different level of thinking because we're at where we are in business, in our life, in relationships and everything based on how we're thinking and who we're being. So for us to think that we don't need to change us in order to go to the next level that, I mean, that's disputing and arguing with one of the smartest people on the planet at the time, Einstein, who said you can't solve a problem from the same mindset that created it. Now, you know, from the outside, you may people may look and say, "Oh, these are successful people," and they are. But mm -hmm. they're right. They everybody has problems at every level, right? And mm -hmm. level is not a, a piece of judgment. Let's call it revenue level. Let's call it you know whatever you want to call it. But there's an evolution that's necessary, mm -hmm. and can't do that by ourselves. To be honest with you, it's impossible to do the work that needs to be done by ourselves. So it's necessary to, if you want to move rapidly, to learn from others and 
to talk to people who have done that before and to get the tools, the techniques, the ways of thinking, the ways of operating, because there, there are distinctly different ways of thinking that generate $100,000 of business a year than there are that generate $3 million of business a year. So uh, uh, to think that you can just kind of continue to do the same things at 100 that will generate 3 million, um, I, I think is a pretty rare percentage. And uh, you're already working uphill as an entrepreneur because so many businesses, small businesses fail. They run out of energy time or money. And so when you have an opportunity to shift that so that it's in your advantage, then to me, it's a no brainer. Um, I got to a place where I was doing quite well in business, but the issue was I wasn't ready to be that person. And I started burning out because I, I have a theory. My theory is there's who we are, which okay. is this one's, let's just call it straight line, right? That's alignment. And then who we're being and the further out of alignment that we are. So let's, I believe that most people are inherently good. Most people have the opportunity to be healthy. Most people have the opportunity to be wealthy on many levels. And that's inherent inside of us and how we can operate. And if we don't believe that, then we're still, then it's how can you create from something that you don't believe is possible, right? right? So the further away that we are, if we're operating external values, what society says that we need to be or do or have, and it, that gap between who we actually are and what we're starting to do, that fills in with with energy. And that energy is burnout, stress, overwhelm. Um, the more in line you are, the more opportunity that you have to move fast, to move in flow, to increase your performance, to operate a play, at a place of passion and purpose, which is super okay. important. At the end of the day, I believe the hardest question that people avoid or don't really know the answer to, um, but it's the simplest question, which is who are you and what are you here to do? Mm -hmm. um, and most of the time, the answer is I'm a dad or I'm an accountant or something like that. And we're not our responsibilities. We're not our feelings. We're not our title or the industry that we're in. That's not who we are. That's in responsibility, title, how we're feeling, things like that. So the question is, who are we and what are we here to do? You know, what's our legacy? What are, it's, it's not, uh, oh, I went on this vacation or I had this house. Um, so it involves some thinking and involves some work. Um, and from that, you can really start to move with passion and purpose. Absolutely. And you're right. That's a question we don't really ask ourselves of just what is who we are and what is our purpose? What are we here to do? Because you're right, a lot of times when people introduce themselves, they say their title, they say like what they do in this world, they're a mom, a dad, a sister, brother, grandparent, whatever it may be, but all the different capacities versus who we are. So my question to you is, who are you and what is your purpose? Right, because what's interesting is when you have an identity tied to doing something or being something for somebody else, then um, you, you have what happens so many times with divorce or with job loss. 
you have a disconnection from that identity and you have people go into depression and confusion about who they are and, and even health issues. Because when you start, when you operate at one level in your life, one level of thinking, you, you, and every level, we create chemistry in our bodies, right? Whether it's serotonin, dopamine, you know, oxytocin, whatever it happens to be, our bodies are constantly creating things based on how we feel and, and what we think, think and feel. Mm-hmm. So it's important for us to really operate from a place that is choice mm-hmm. and is, I mean, I hate to say this, but I'll just say a high vibe, you know, a place that feels good uh, because it mm-hmm. feels good in our body because actually our body enjoys it. Yeah. Our body doesn't enjoy feeling anger. Right? Um, there's a recovery. There actually is a recovery time of quite a few hours if you're really angry and you break into rage it takes your body time to cool down time to process the intensity of that emotion that makes sense that does and because you've had a lot of success with your clients in all capacities i would love for you to share maybe one or two client success stories of someone you've helped go from that state of overwhelm or burnout to achieving that high performance Sure. Um, I had a client who uh, came to me and he had, similar to what I was saying, he got, he had gotten laid off from his job that he'd been in for close to 20 years at the same company. And so his identity was tied into the job, tied into his performance at the job and to have gotten, gotten fired and pushed out um, was devastating. He felt betrayed. He felt lost. He felt uh, low self-esteem and it was impacting his health. It was impacting his relationship with his family. And so we we did this process that I work with people on. And it was really about reconnecting, reigniting um, his legacy and, and also working with mindset, embodiment practices and habit stacking in such a way that literally his days changed how he was thinking changed his relationship with his wife became the most amazing relationship he's had and he was loving his kids and so he ended up in what he called his perfect job where he could bike to work he was working with a company that was doing something he felt really aligned with he felt needed and wanted and he also felt solid in himself so had he lost that job he would have felt complete and it would have been, he would have had information to take to the next job because we'd even shifted how he looked at loss, the grief, the integration of grief. And so it built up resilience in him, which is the number one trait of successful entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. That's true. I appreciate you sharing that story. And it's just, it's amazing how things can shift and just how you approach anything of how you view it, what you've thought about it before, especially investing like this individual 20 years into a company and then having that significant loss, but how that really impacted everything around him, his environment, his relationship with his wife, his children, but being able to flip that script and reframe it and being able to have a job where he could bike and have more time for his kids and that relationship. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I truly, and maybe you do too as well, value relationships so much in just being able to show up. But even how we feel about things can impact it. Just like what you were mentioning earlier with the anger, your body feels that and you do need that time 
to regroup and just even with loss too it's can be very messy it's never the same no matter what it is because sometimes a lot of from what I've heard individuals when they're more on the aspect of grief and loss it's an individual when it can be a job a type of relationship you had doesn't mean the person's gone or the job's gone it just has shifted so I think it can have so many different meanings as well but I appreciate what you were able to help your client with too in that process of getting them onto the other side and feeling better and that's what it's about you want to feel good your body wants to feel good and being aligned with what you're doing as well and with your journey i would love to know because i'm sure there's been some ups and downs maybe not a lot maybe a few <laughs> what have been some of the obstacles you've had to overcome in building your coaching business well, you know, it's been interesting. So um, is it, it's consistently up-leveling how I'm thinking and surrounding myself with people who are at the next level of what I'm thinking. And also uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to do and a little of me. So, so that's been a challenge, especially when learning new things like automation and, and systemizing processes and, and integrating all of that. So that's been, you know, the, the learning process of, well, it's even the same thing with the coaching that I do. So learning how to be efficient is where it feels the most inefficient. Mm. Right. So you're operating one way, which is overwhelm. And then you tack on this new way of being this new, let's just say it's an operating system, a new technology, right? It's a new technology internal, but I'm dealing with external technologies. So learning that slows me down from doing all the stuff that I'm overwhelmed from doing also until I learn it and integrate it. And then I shoot ahead twice as fast. But there's that initial learning and integration process. It's a little clunky. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> and yeah. I've experienced that as well. Yeah. And I'm just curious because you do really focus on or overcoming the burnout and helping people move into that high performance. What are some things that you can do to prevent burnout? Because I know my, my story personally, I experienced significant burnout when I left the psychology field. And I have cycles of burnout, but I catch it really quick before it becomes this major cycle. What are sure. some things that people can look for if they're starting to experience burnout or how to prevent it? Sure. Well, there's there's several things. One is, uh, first and foremost, how are you taking care of your body? Mm -hmm. So what are you putting in your body? Are you smoking? Are you drinking? Are you you know, running on caffeine all the time, which is going to crash? I mean, or, or are you... Is two of the most under uh, two of the simplest and most powerful biohacks i'm a biohacker i believe are sleep and sun right so sun actually energizes you sleep of course energizes you um sun can boost your testosterone which you know will help you with your dopamine your focus your energy and and so many things and all and then from that movement of your body is important so if you sit down all the time all day long then you're actually your energy becomes sedated and, and down and most of the people who start to experience exhaustion and become tired which is when you're in low resource moments for a long amount of time that's when you're most susceptible to burnout 
So low resource, I mean, by not eating properly, because if you're eating junk, that's, that's not fuel. So you're missing resources, which is nutrition. If you're not taking care of your body, moving it somehow and, and giving some, some stressors to your body, I don't mean bad stressors, but physicality, then that's also an issue, right? So, so you need to be able to take care of your body so that your resources are there and sleep, of course, right? Okay. So when you do that, then that's the physical part. And then the mental part is you need to also be able to take a little bit of time to disengage on a regular basis. You need to be able to tap into your body and listen to your body because your body's all telling you consistently what's happening. Okay. And here's the other important part is the more time that you do doing things that drain you, meaning they're misaligned, there are things that are obligatory and you hate. I'm not saying that everything is peaches and cream because it's not. And, you know, as or we do a lot of things and to be successful, you have to do things that you don't like to do. So I'm not saying just sit on the couch and, and eat bonbons. Not that people enjoy that. I guess some people do. But what I'm saying is that you, you need to be aligned for the reason why you're doing what you're doing. There's so much everlasting fuel in the why if it is attached to something that really means something to you. Mm -hmm. For instance, I mean, your why can be, it can be the same fuel mm -hmm. that's the kind of fuel that drives a mother when she picks up a car off of the baby, right? So it is a fuel that is literally takes you past a job and puts you into a mission and a purpose. Right. And, and that's where, again, at the beginning, I was talking about this difference between who you are, which is your mission and your purpose and what you're doing. So if you know your mission and your purpose is to, uh, making it up, write copy that helps people understand how they can be more healthy people. Mm -hmm. And that's your mission and you love words and you love you know, health and you wanna bring this to the world and that's what you're here to do. And then instead you're doing accounting all day mm -hmm. and that's all you're doing. You're not doing anything aligned to this. Eventually that's going to start to feel draining and that gap in there is gonna be filled with stress, overwhelm and burnout. Mm. I love how you put that too, thinking about it. Individuals I've heard that now are entrepreneurs, but left their full-time careers. And it, it can be scary when you are aligned. It's just, you feel the difference in your body. I know I feel the difference when I wake up every day, I'm excited to do everything I'm doing. And I have different passions, but they're all aligned with what I'm doing. And like, even talking to other individuals that are aligned, you feel the difference when you're talking them too. Like you can right. see it sometimes, and I'm sure you see it very clearly with your clients. And I'm curious, what is the biggest challenge that your clients do have in your opinion? Well, um, most of the time, the, the success that they have is costing them first and foremost in relationships. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then that starts to create business issues and slow them down. So they experience a level of growth. They experienced a either meteor rocket, meteor growth like a hockey stick or steady growth. And they're starting to hit a place where things are not coming as quickly. 
And also they're running uh, the same script and some issues in relationships. So they've got the business part at least partially dialed. But as you know, as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. if you have business issues, uh, they're reflective of your personal issues. I mean, we, we are people. And so it, it's impossible to ignore that there's parts of us that we need to clean up so that we can clean up our business. Mm -hmm. So um, the, the, this, the biggest issue is personal and then it starts to affect their mental mm -hmm. health and then their physical health. Those are kind of the levels that I've experienced with clients that I work with. I appreciate you sharing that just so people can be aware if they are experiencing where they can go and get the help they need. And with all of the journey, the whole journey you've been on, I'm so curious, what are maybe two or three tips you can give entrepreneurs? First and foremost, make sure that you have a why that will not literally, but to some degree, keep you up at night. There's a purpose that, that keeps you up, that, that uh, becomes a problem that you feel aligned to solving, that you know you're the person to do it. Some part of that problem you can solve and that humanity or the people that you're working with need. Yeah. And so when you do that, you, you've got the energy, you've got the motivation, you, you will figure it out. And, and if you can't, which, you know, people use coaches along the way, you'll work with me or somebody else. It's, it's important. So that's the first thing is making sure that what you are working on, you're fully aligned with it's energetic, not draining because everything is either energetic or draining. That's it. Right. It may be subtle and it may take a while for you to realize which one it is, but here's the answer. If, if you don't feel that it's energetic immediately, then it's draining. It will start to become draining. Either you'll notice it over time or immediately. There's no question. Either you're excited about it or you're not. So that's the first thing. The second thing is start to listen to your body and take care of your body. Because if, if you're, your body's your avatar, it's the vehicle that you're working around in this world and you can't do... When you're stressed physically, you actually become dumber you become more irritable, you make poorer decisions. So you, you'll need to actually redo those, fix those, or you cause problems because you start to wear yourself down. So it's super important to take care of your body. So take care of your why, which I consider, you know, kind of a core piece of what the entrepreneurial journey is. And number two, take care of your body. That's nutrition and that's fitness. Whatever your fitness is, even if it's just something as simple as uh, the duality of every night after I eat dinner, before I go to bed, a couple of, because make sure you don't eat dinner right before you go to bed. That's another part of it. But mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go for a 45 minute or an hour walk. So that helps your digestion. It gets your body into a place where you're moving. And then it also gives you a place to detach where you can start to think differently. Right, because when when not only will your body help you prepare and and give you the vehicle and the fuel moving forwards, but that time allows you to check into what's going on inside and to find the answers. Because we ultimately do know the answers when we're confused or when we don't want to. Sometimes we argue with ourselves, and that creates confusion. Mm -hmm. We know we should be doing something, but does it make sense? 
So um, those are the three things I would say. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely with all three of those things, because if you are not healthy, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't do all these amazing things in the world. And that's where it starts from the inside out. And just the fact of the energy and really listening to that, because it will tell you people sometimes I, I say suck the energy out of you like an energy vampire. Um, but like, who, <laughs> go ahead. Legit. Yeah, <laughs> I've experienced a few in my time, but being able to recognize too, when you feel that energy, when it is uplifting and you're right, you immediately feel it versus this slow drawn out aspect that you like it, but it's not lighting you up. It's not getting you up, especially in those hard times where right. you're like, why am I even doing this? But then you know why, because there's like things you're not going to like, and that's part of the process, but majority of it, like 80, 20 rule, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and to be honest with you, um, it's not like your competitors are doing, they are not doing things that they don't like. Yeah. There's part of it. Um, and, you know, whether, I don't know a lot of people that like, not that this is part of every entrepreneurial's journey, but <laughs> it's part of business, hiring and firing. I don't know a lot of people that like to fire people and, because it's unpleasant. And, you know, I've had to do it in corporate. I've hired people in corporate and fired people in corporate. And, and uh, there was an interesting quote by uh, Ted Turner. Mm. He fired his son. Um, but he did say something interesting. He said, you know what? I've fired a lot of people. And here's the thing. Uh, they all have a one thing in common. If I fire them the, that day or if I give them a year before I let them go, all have the same thing in common. They all hate me. So it's, you know, it's not a pleasant person. It's not a pleasant experience. So, and as part of, you have to make difficult decisions sometimes, right. whether it's personnel, whether, whatever it happens, whether it's your energy and your resources, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, really paying attention to that, managing that is super important. Absolutely. And it's part of the process you said too, it, no matter what you're going through on the journey, there's going to be moments where you have to let go of something so something better can come in. You might not see it in that moment, but you know it doesn't feel right of maybe you having to let go of somebody or fire someone, or you have to make a pivot in your business, but it's for the overall good where it's going to get back into alignment because maybe it went out of alignment and now you need to bring it back, you know? Right. Right. Well, I've been so enjoying this conversation, Jeffrey, but where can people find you, use your services? We're going to link everything below, but if you could let us know too. Okay, great. Yeah. So I'm on, I'm on all the media, all the social medias, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, um, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Jeffrey Davis coach. Um, my website is Jeffrey Davis coach. If somebody would like to email me directly, I can give my email. Uh, my company is called Inspiring Breakthroughs. And so my email is J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at inspiring-breakthroughs.com. So I'm here for anybody that wants to chat. If, uh, if anybody wants to contact me, I'm happy to offer a one hour coaching session. It's kind of a breakthrough session and we'll go through what's going on. And if I can help you, I'll offer information. If not, then I have lots of resources. I can steer you towards people and different other resources. So, Well, thank you for sharing that. That's a, quite a beautiful gift. And I just so appreciate you coming on today, sharing your journey with us, everything you're doing to really help individuals 
remove that burnout, have more high performance in their life and in their relationships and everything around them energetically wise. But thank you again for coming on today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Jeffrey today? I'm sure he would love to see that comment and we will see you on the next episode.